Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Disturbing images and actions from the Joker set, massive television news, and James Gunn. So what, we uh, talking about a Suicide Squad? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. We'll talk about it. We know how it works. Your hands are always so effing cold, Adam. Am I cold? Your hand, feel his hand. Feel his hand. Put your hand out and, 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 and really feel it. Feel his hands. No, you don't. You only feel his hands. No, I know, Roxy. I felt. Open the fist. Hold hand. Open the fist. Hold hand. Yeah, that's you. What? That's you. It can't me. be me. That's My mind's off. That was me. It was him. That was me. Oh. I want an apology before we go I, any further. I am sorry. We can move on. Oh, I am sorry. Pat Anthony said it before. I just want to say it was Johnny, it and he's going to blame not having sleep, but so yes. whatever. But can you warm up your hands? You got to watch it, Johnny. Old cold hands. Uh, yeah. I told you, I just did a half cycle, half flow, and I think I ex- exerted a lot of energy. Wow, they're so cold I don't and even moist. know what flow is. Welcome, cold everyone. This is DC Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network. Another <sighs> Friday is here. Another show jam-packed with all the greatest news from the DC Universe. Uh, there's only three of us here. Mike Kalinowski is out fighting crime and uh, will not be here, but follow him at Mike Kalinowski for all of his musings about life and DC. Uh, we're at DC Movies SK on Twitter and Instagram. I'm sorry, not on Instagram. But we're on Twitter, and then Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Should we get on Instagram? I mean, at it's this been a point, few years. <laughs> our four-year anniversary is next month, and we still don't have an Instagram. That's Nobody bad. would have known my hands were clammy. <laughs> That's true. So uh, I'm at Jake Quasto, old clammy hands over there. Uh, he just got back from Europe last week. Uh, he's the host of FX Movie Download. He's the versed mocker, makes the greatest sausage on all of God's green, God's green earth. That's well said. Yeah. Follow him you fell Adam right Gertler. into that one. Let it happen. He's Adam Gertler. Hey, everybody. Hi. I'm uh, very excited to be here. It's good to be anywhere, as Keith Richards says. And right. uh, we got some exciting news this week mm-hmm. and some interesting stories uh, and so much TV time. I mean, it is that it is primetime TV time, go time for Mama Roxy. And some of the TV that we're getting is unreal, and mm. some of it is garbage. Can't wait to get to it. She's the crown jewel. You see her on Collider Live every single week. You see her on Screen Junkies all the time. You see her up in the clouds every now and then as well. Father <laughs> at Roxy's Trier. She's Roxy's Trier. What am I doing in the clouds, man? Do you remember what I said about you? I'm not going to say, but on Schmodown, did, did you hear you it last no, week? I can't I, say it because it hasn't aired yet. Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. I don't know if I know what you said. Oh, you're going to love it. It's I, heard, hilarious. I, heard what, I heard what Ken said about me. No, it was a big compliment, oh. but, but you're going you're gonna to find it funny, but I'll tell you afterwards. Thank you, friend. Hasn't, Thank hasn't you. Yet. Yeah, I'm so excited that we're back in TV season, at least, so I can't wait for TV talk today. But we have some big, we actually do have some big movie news this week. We do, and this whew, this kind of came out of nowhere because just a couple of months ago, our good friend, uh, very talented actor and writer and DC lifer Todd Stashwick came on the show to announce that he was co-writing Suicide Squad 2 with Gavin O'Connor, right. who was then the director. And a third person as well, yeah, yeah. whose name yes. I don't remember, but credit to that right. person, whoever you were. Right, and then all of a sudden now, it's a, apparently official, James Gunn is going to pen 
the script for Suicide Squad 2, possibly direct. We can only assume it's going to lead to that. But they're saying this isn't even going to be a follow-up necessarily to Suicide Squad 2. This is going to be a different take on it. So hot damn, y'all. So many feelings. So many feelings. So many feelings. First of all, I think it's important to know that this is not a greenlit film. Uh, this is uh, this is paying a guy probably a good amount of money to write a screenplay, which is, it doesn't necessarily go farther than that. Now, well, we all think the likelihood is that it will be because they seem keen on this project, but... A lot of people were excited about Gavin O'Connor. Um, and we were excited for Todd. We well, I was Todd. excited for him. I don't really know his writing, so I can't say that I was yeah. like personally excited to see his stuff because I don't know his work. Gunn is a known quantity. To me, right. the best comparison here, I think, tell me if you agree or disagree, is like J.J. Abrams doing Star Trek and then going across the aisle and doing Star Wars. Mm. Because nobody Con- cared about Guardians of the Galaxy, of. and Suicide Squad was an attempt to be like their Garden of the Galaxy, but now you see if he can do it. And I don't think it's like Joss Whedon coming in and trying to rescue the Justice League or anything like that. This is totally different. Uh, and uh, Wait, I- So we have to assume James Gunn knows Suicide Squad. Right. Well, he's yeah. definitely a comic guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, there's there's so many different things to to unpack here, and for anybody who has been living under a rock, uh, that's kind of a mean expression. Maybe they've just been okay. Right. Their go ahead, unpack world. it for us. Right. Let's do some unpacking. Okay. It's fair to admit there, that you're not doing well if you're living under parts, a rock. There's right. many parts of this story. Number one being that, of course, James Gunn was fired off of Guardians Three based on past tweets from like nine years ago, from a, a long time ago that uh, he said were jokes people didn't take as very funny we don't need to completely rehash that but in case you didn't know well, that but, happened but the thing is they were jokes they might have yeah. been bad jokes they might have been yeah. tasteless but it was never i think the I, I think it's the most important thing to dis, to determine that this was not a pedophile yeah and someone sometimes when people hear jokes about pedophilia yeah it makes it think that it could be sympathetic to pedophiles right. it never was no. so they were i think everybody at this table could probably agree that they were bad jokes sure. they were jokes but they were not Good job. And I guarantee Fine. we a, a fair, not, a fair assessment. not out loud laughing. Not yeah, not right. not my humor. And I guarantee seven, eight years ago we all put out tweets that were stupid. So it so. came out that, I think I did yesterday. Yeah, I, I put out way too many stupid tweets. It came out that Disney had known about these tweets prior to hiring him on the project, but when it came became public, they let him go. Right? So that's what happened, and that's how he became a free agent. Mm -hmm. Now, another part of this is, remember, when Suicide Squad, the first one, was coming out, everybody said, Marvel paved the way for this because Guardians happened. This is kind of DC's Guardians. This motley crew of people who are, I mean, I guess Guardians are more anti-heroes and um, Suicide Squad are more villains, but Mm -hmm. it's a strange group of people, a property that not your average Joe knows, and they're able to do this after the success of Guardians. This is DC's Guardians. We heard it so many times. Now, we've, like you talked about just briefly, you mentioned Joss Whedon, who uh, people are referring to as us taking from Marvel. Patty Jenkins, who initially was on uh, Thor. Thor, us getting Patty Jenkins. So there has been previous incidents where WB or where DC has taken Marvel's, what people are saying, like leftovers, which is not how I look at it, but that's the, those are the different layers to this conversation. Sure. So, and then adding on to the fact that there was a completed script by Gavin O'Connor, a a second person and Todd Stashwick, which apparently, were they done? I thought they were writing it. No, a completed script. Todd Todd told me he's very proud of what they did. Okay. You know, that was apparently too close 
to the Birds of Prey script. Gotcha. And Gavin mm-hmm. O'Connor walked away because Birds of Prey is further along in the process. Yes. And they were going to go with Birds of Prey and the, they were going to scrap this version of Suicide Squad because it was too similar. Mm. So those are all of the different things just to say what's happening. And now we can give our opinion on it. But just in case you guys at home were unaware of all of those different layers. Really good recap, Roxy. Thank you so much. Yeah, good job, Roxy. You really unpacked well. Was it, I, I don't know if it was the most entertaining, but I know that people are confused on what's happening because there's so many different parts of it. So, and, and maybe you weren't confused and that was just recap for you. And it says here, supposedly, he's going to have a, quote, clean slate to do what he wants with Suicide Squad 2. So, do you guys find it odd that we might just get a whole new take on Suicide Squad just a few years after Suicide Squad? Yes. No. Okay, great. Okay. Oh, you go first. Okay. Uh, no, because I think if you hire James Gunn, there's no way you're bringing him in to make a new version of David Ayer's team or give him any kind of restriction whatsoever. So what I happens? Think, we, we're supposed to forget I think, about it? I think with this whole new regime of DC, everything they keep saying is about filmmaker interesting ideas, right? Joker movies happening, Birds of Prey is happening. Like, that's their thing. If they're bringing in James Gunn, you don't give him anything. You don't need to keep... Anything from the first Suicide Squad. Just mm. let him. Maybe you keep Will Smith as Deadshot. Maybe not. I don't even think it matters. That's um, the part that matters to me. I think that with a movie that was critically panned fine, but made as much money as they it did, yep. it is not smart for DC not to hold on to Will Smith, Margot Robbie, well, Margot's and, and even people really like Jai Courtney in this. So I, I think that that threesome is a threesome worth holding on even to. if margot robbie is coming out in a birds of prey movie you still you still think keep her as a consistent thing i in a suicide squad 2 after people went to suicide squad 1 if you're going to suicide squad 2 and there is no harley quinn there's no margot robbie i think you're bummed yeah also and i, I think with suicide squad i don't think the cast was the issues that people had besides maybe enchantress other than yeah. that i think people everybody were... stop yeah <laughs> Everybody do it. Everybody do the dance. Make it happen. It's been uh, a while. It no, actually I, is really good at opening I, up the spine. I do believe, you know, I, I, oh, thought, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I thought Diablo was amazing. Like, I, I, for the most part, I think people were very happy with Bummer. the cast. It was just the the rest of what happened in the film. So I think you do keep the same cast. I don't think you recast anyone. I think that's a weird move. I just, do. I just, I guess... I have no feelings uh, for Suicide Squad that you need personally attachment to. I, I would keep Deadshot, if anything, if it were just me. I really liked where that character could go, and I think that's the recognizable enough character. And remember, I, there was supposed to be a Deadshot standalone yeah, for a little bit, this, so this could be kind of I his think, movie. Yeah, let this be his movie. I, but I think if James Gunn is going to do this... I really think you're getting, you're letting him make whatever movie he wants to make, and, and if he wants to use the cast, sure, and if not, he doesn't. I don't. I think this is a case where the filmmaker is now the biggest uh, player, bigger than Margot Robbie or bigger than Will Smith. I think that James Gunn is now the most exciting part of this property, so you don't hold him back. Like I don't think he's hard up for a job. I think I just heard he's about to go into production on another film. So Suicide Squad 2 might be after his next film, so it could be looking at 2022 or 2023 for his mm. his uh, wow. Suicide Squad because wow. you know, we already have films pretty much through, through 2020 and like uh, you know, 2021 seems kind of close. Can I tell you why I don't think James Gunn is the most exciting part of this property? Yes, please. Because we've already seen what James Gunn does with a motley crew of of questionable people. 
And I don't, I would be more excited to have James Gunn in the DC universe on a project that was unlike anything we've seen him do. And I don't think this is. And I guess I know that it's more villains, but if we announced him for one of our movie, one of our plenty of movies that is on our future slate that is based on one or two characters, I would be like, oh, okay, I really like James Gunn. But again, I like him better as a director than I do as a writer. And we're not even sure he's directing this. He's on just to write it. And it's a movie that I feel like he might have a similar take on than he did Guardians. Now, I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make me not excited. I'm not sitting here thinking, I'm not going to see this. I loved Guardians. Mm-hmm. And I loved the second Guardians, too, actually, which I know a lot of people didn't. But, but okay. But it I'm was not, one of the more forgettable for me, but I'm not fun. stoked on this because I'm not like, what can James Gunn do with a Suicide Squad movie? I know what he can well, do. You know who and is it will stoked? be good. Uh, Dave Batista. Yes, yeah, yeah. how about that? And yeah. actually, uh, Cal L fan in chat role already has a great idea. Uh, Dave Batista, King Shark. Huh. Yeah. I, I but shouldn't heard... he be Lobo, though? If, if Batista is going to come over, do you think you could, Batista been... could handle Lobo? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe, but what I've been hearing a lot of, and it kind of is too perfect to be true, I think he'd be a great Bane. Yeah, no, you're right. Of course he'd be a great Bane. Actually, yeah. we're going to see him on television next week. Uh, SmackDown is having their thousandth episode ever. And Batista has been confirmed to actually be on there with. He used to be part of a faction called Evolution. Swerve uh, with Triple H, Randy Orton, Ric Flair. Put um, yourself over. Is he returning. getting in the ring? There you go. Is he getting uh, in the ring? I, well, they're gonna. I don't think. Is he's, he gonna get attacked when he gets in the ring to just like shake hands like know, that I, classic I, move? I don't write the episodes. I don't know, but it's possible. But it's possible. Yeah, Ooh. he'll probably kick someone's ass, but he'll be on SmackDown uh, Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, Batista's all about James Gunn, as we know. Mm-hmm. He said he's King uh, Shark is funny, done with Guardians, and, and from what he says. So. I, I love how loyal Batista is being to James Gunn. And what I will say is this is the perks of diversifying in your career. If you have so many different outlets that you can say, F you, Marvel, I don't need you. Batista has done such a brilliant job spreading himself all over the map that he doesn't need one project or one entity. He can mm-hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to well, go where this guy goes because I believe in him. You know why I think he's so loyal to James Gunn? I mean, you could say James Gunn is what made him a mainstream star. Yeah. Because if you think about it, Batista, yes, he was a star in WWE, but Drax is what made him. Don't forget, Dave Batista is 50 years old. He's not young. He's not going to be. What are you making? Oh, I'm just looking through the chat roll, saying people, you know, a lot of people disagree like on my uh, comment about. Uh, James Gunn being the most exciting part of this property. Batista's wrestling career was essentially done, and so what Guardians did was it it put him in a whole new stratosphere to where now he's a a wanted man in Hollywood, and I think he really is loyal to to James Gunn for that. And And loyalty is really important, and and I do think that that WWE does a good job of teaching that, and you see it time and time again Mm -hmm. with some of the best wrestlers. But I, I am seeing a lot in the chat about who they feel like Batista could play um somewhere in the dc rogues gallery we we're talking about king shark also they were agreeing with bane before uh they think that marco says that he can't do lobo by mm. the way congrats on your engagement marco you let mm. us know that earlier that's awesome hey. uh, and so but, but i just don't want i don't want the movie to be overshadowed by the news and if we get james gunn and then batista's in the squad and there's just uh, i just get nervous about all of the hype going into something Th- that's fair but i think it's all also important to go back to the first thing that I said when we started this whole story, which is that he's just writing a script right now. True. And like, hopefully they're not going to make this film unless it's an exciting 
project to make. Agreed. They're not going to like spend $150 million if, if they don't think it's really good. Zeno Hour thinks that his style is perfect for Suicide Squad. I agree. I think villains, it's even, he, he can go even further than he went with Guardians on, the, on a Disney project. So I How am kind of feel? excited to, for him to play to his strengths. That's why I compared it to Star Trek and Star Wars, because it was like almost a one-to-one. People compare those franchises. How would you feel if he was doing an R-rated Suicide Squad? I think deal? he should. I, I, I hope they do. I mean, because the great thing about this is you don't need to use Harley Quinn. You could use Deadshot. You don't need to use like your A-list characters. They don't need to use the Joker, although this Joker movie is probably going to be rated R. <laughs> um, I, 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 yes, it will. I think you could, but... You know whether they will or not, who knows? But I, I don't even think it matters. Like, I, you know, I, that that's not the thing to me. Like, I, if he tells a great PG thirteen, I mean, you yeah. don't need blood to tell a great Suicide Squad, right. and it's only blood or f bombs or boobies mm-hmm. or sensuality that really totally, gets you to R. Doggy style. I totally get what you're saying, and I'm not upset that James Gunn is on this because I love his work. I'm, it just doesn't excite me in the way that if he was doing something well, different. The day ones. that he got fired, haven't, wasn't everybody from DC saying he's coming, he's coming, right? Like, and it, it only took a matter of weeks yeah. before this was announced. Like, it came quick, and we all knew. So, I, I get what you're saying. It's not surprising. Um, oh, we have one more thing to talk about in this with, with regard to someone else's opinion of whether this is brave or not. We sure do. We got a tweet from Suicide Squad director David Ayer who said, "I think it's an incredibly brave and smart move by the studio. James is the right man for the job." So. So David Ayer. Wait, uh, sorry. Go again. I don't know what he was doing. I was segueing. I was not drawing attention to a segue. I was trying to listen. I'm trying to do my job. Adam is proud of his transition. The tweet from David Ayer (laughs) said, I think it's an incredibly brave and smart move by the studio. James is the right man for the job. Now, the reason I thought this was interesting is because most of the comments, and maybe I'm... I'm like super square. Like I just thought he was being, you know, professional or whatever. And like, but they think he's being sarcastic. A lot of his fans thought he was being sarcastic and like, oh, we know Ayer, and he's just like, yeah, screw you. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think on that. I, I want to take there the guy at his word. No, no hint of sarcasm in that chat role. Am I being incredibly ignorant here? I don't. I didn't hear the sarcasm. I don't hear it. But a lot of people just saying like, because he's a David Ayer is kind of like a. He gives Sar- no yeah. F, so he would... Johnny, what do you think? Sarcasm or no? As far as... Yeah, Johnny, this is your wheelhouse here, because this is more like wrestling. Is it this like... What are we... A sarcasm with what? His tweet. David Ayer? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think there's sarcasm You take there. the man in his word. David Ayer's... Where did you just go? Off the... Oh, I was responding to uh, someone in chat role who said, um, I don't like what James Gunn tweeted and did forum posts years ago, and, you know, I w- I'm not going to watch it. It's like, I'm just... I'm not defending David Ayer. Here's the thing. People have made careers, com- comedians especially, have made careers of off-color jokes, off-color stories. Wait, are it you talking about David Ayer or, or James Gunn? James Gunn. Okay. It, it doesn't mean they're that person. Andrew Dice Clay is not the guy you've seen on stage for 30 years. He's an incredibly nice human being, but guess what? That's a character. So I'm not saying, I'm not making excuses, but like, it's social media, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to watch a James Gunn project because of what he said nine years ago, but didn't act upon, that's that's your thing. I'm okay, so saying. but what about yeah, David with regard to I don't David think Ayer. it was sarcastic. I mean, yeah. that's David Most Ayer's- of the chat, the chat role here doesn't think it's sarcasm. It, it's, he's off the project. What is he, you know? Uh, Brandon says Air cleared it up in another tweet. He's completely fine with the movie. Was there a second tweet that I didn't see? Oh, I guess not. Maybe he probably didn't make as much news. But listen... Um, all I can say is Suicide Squad is not a property I've ever cared a lot about. I never read the comics growing up. I was excited for the movie. I thought the movie was a steaming pile of shit, and I was excited for Gavin O'Connor's take. I'm more excited for James Gunn's take. That's 
That's ultimately how it boils down for me, and the whole thing. That's what it is. Like, you know, I don't know if, if Todd's going to talk about it publicly, but it's one of those things where, you know... That happens, but the thing right. is, Todd wrote a script, and he's in now. Now he's in the freaking yeah. system. He knows he's a guy that can write. Like, we know that a lot of people make careers on writing scripts that never get produced. Right. People make millions of dollars, guys, because a studio will pay... Two or three million dollars for a script okay. from a really well-known person and not produce it because they don't have to pay a hundred and fifty million to do that, but they want, they they want to pursue the project. Uh, just to clarify, clarify what I was talking tweet. about before. So after he tweeted the thing about being brave from the studio, there was a a tweet from somebody saying, "I don't see any shade, just one artist respecting another." That was from Anu J Rock One Hundred One, and then David Ayer retweeted that and said, "This exactly this." Yeah. So yes. There you go. It's passing the torch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you would never bring David Ayer back for the sequel of this, even if he had a great movie that never got produced. Even if it was not completely not his fault that the movie didn't turn out critically well. Like you said, Roxy, it made a ton of money. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why they haven't scrapped the franchise. They're like, but they know that they need to do something different because... Right. People panned it. And, and you know what? It was awesome to have Todd on to make that announcement. We're very proud of him for having that opportunity. Are and we the cooler of the DC Universe? Like, we had Ray, Fi- Ray-, Ray Fisher in here himself, and, uh, wow. Are we, like, the coolers? I think oh. so. I'll, I'll put our, our show up against any other show. No, no, no I, I think mean, he means, co- like, we've, yeah. I mean, when you come in here on Cyborg comes on our show, oh. and then the he show, gets no yeah. Cyborg movie, like a Suicide Squad author. So come on our show if you want to have your project. I thought you, you, know, were, I thought you were calling us cool. I'm like, yeah, we are pretty cool. No, we were like coolers, like William H. Macy oh, in no, that film. Oh. Like, we go in to cool down a casino. All right, let's turn off the AC, We please. cool off your career. Let's heat this up in here. Come on now. Uh, should we move on? Yes. All right, Joker. Wow. So many things happening. We got some new images, we have some new video, and apparently we have extras that are really ticked off and they complain to SAG. So first things first, uh, let's get to the video of, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix on set and uh, everything that's happening here. Boy, this movie is, is just moving fast, isn't it? Like a train. But I'm... Bam. Well, I like that there's obviously a lot of location shooting with this home. He's spending a lot of time in that suit, man. You think it smells bad? Mmm. How is somebody getting away with cell phone footage, like, on the set of this movie? Like, how are you getting away with that? I was going to say, you, th- this can't be um, approved. When people are focused on other things, maybe. But it's really well shot. <laughs> oh, that wow. guy's in a green jacket. He's going to be disappeared. Mm. Huh. Green screen jacket. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, he's got his Joker henchman. That's very... Keeping that vibe from the Dark Knight yeah. very much. Wow. So yeah, got a couple photos as well. Like I said, I am incredibly excited for this <laughs> film. Weird story though coming out this week. I guess a lot of extras complained to SAG, so now the Joker Productions under investigation for mistreating the extras on set, which appears saying, to be from this very scene, right? Uh, might be. I mean, seeming, it's a subway car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they were, so the extras were trapped in a subway. They're locked in there for more than three hours, denied their required break after two hours of work, supposedly. Some extras began banging on the door. They had to go to the bathroom. They were denied. That led to some extras peeing on the tracks. Whew. Yeah. Same dough. Um, I mean, how could a movie... That's dangerous. If you pee on a third rail, I don't know how that would work. Like, you might uh, electrocute yourself. How could a movie of this size and and with so much press, like, be so dumb to do that, though? That's what, it makes you want. I mean, I, you got you got to believe people at their word that it, 
that was going down. I believe it happened. My question is, did they do it intentionally because it was clearly some kind of a hostage situation? Do you think they thought they would get away with it and and the director made that choice because they wanted these people to be really miserable? Huh. And appear really miserable. I mean, I think I don't yeah. think it was an artistic choice. That's no. I mean, with a movie, what are the fines like on that? With a movie of this caliber and this budget, now I know we're we're saying fifty five mil is low. In this, it's still a huge budget for right. a film. It's, it's a big world, budget movie. It's yeah, a yeah. major film. Movies like that have to be absolutely by the book. This is not some indie feature you're shooting guerrilla style that we've all been a part of at different points in our lives. This is a you can't do that. You know, people are going to complain. So. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And and these people, like, extra work is not glamorous. You, so that means that extras complain to PAs or somebody presumably during the thing and they were denied or were they been? left alone in the in the train car? I, I wonder. I mean, there had to be production people in there. This is a really weird story. Yeah. Apparently SAG has received multiple calls from people, so. Ugh. Yeah. And they're be. investigating. Whatever that is. So, I mean, the film's probably not going to be shut down or anything, but they could be fined massively. Yeah. Massively fined. It'll be a fine. Maybe the extras that complain will get a bump. I really want to know if we... I'm going to go with... It was an artistic choice, but that could be crazy. Mm -hmm. That he was just like, leave him in there for a while. I want him to be sweaty. I want him to be angry. I want him to be ornery. I want him to be terrified. When Joaquin goes in and like is in their face, I want him to be Okay, but if you're going to do that, then you have to pay them more. Mm -hmm. Because they're extras. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, a lot of people who are extras aren't experienced actors, so they don't really know what they're getting into anyway. That's why yeah. he was trying to engineer a great performance. And so you have to pay them more. For, you have to pay them for that yeah. if you're going to make them miserable. Don't, I don't have the budget to. Sorry, I'm just going to lock them in and tell them you're in a Joker. Here's movie. some Subway. Well, Enjoy. Then. Yeah, we'll give them a nice meal afterwards. I love Subway. He's so best. you think I'm wrong for making my movie the way I want to make it? Yes, I do. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, cool quote from Yahya Abdul Mateen about Black Manta. He was asked if he thinks Black Manta will show up again. He said, "Well, yeah. I mean, this character—he's all over the canon. He's in Suicide Squad. We see him in the cartoons. We see him in Young Justice. He's all over the place. And that way, uh, you get a means to an end." He said, "If you see Aquaman in Justice League, then you know it'll make sense for Black Manta to say, hey, what are you doing? Papa's <laughs> headed wherever he is. He can justify making it his business. I'm looking forward to living along with the DC world and create a little bit of chaos.' That's a cool quote. Love that." Wow. So I got to think this guy is really lucky because at a time they probably thought he was going to show up in a sequel to Justice League when that was possibly in the cards, you know, setting up that, uh, you know, League of, uh, you know, the uh, Legion of Doom, rather, you know, he's like a, a regular fixture in that. Um, but man, his character looks so great in the trailer. Yes, agreed. But we've heard that he's also not a huge part of it. Yeah, it's more about Orm and all this stuff. So he's probably like hired on as some kind of. Uh, he's a hired gun for sure. He's a hired gun, but it's a hell of a gun. Yeah, I, I, I just like it. I like the way it looks. I like everything he's saying. I, I'm in on this. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I watched the trailer uh, again this week, so and it made me more excited. Yeah, I, like all the creatures, all the stuff. I'm so excited for it. Me too. All the weirdness. Me too. Well, this is something I'm really excited to talk about. So, Zack Snyder was on Vero again this week, and I know Roxy, you're not he a loves huge it fan of it. I am getting so into these Zack Snyder gems that he's dropping on people. Mm. So, there was some concept art by Victor Martinez that basically showed a nest of parademons uh, that are being repurposed from humans, right? And so, a fan on Vero asked Zack Snyder about the scene. He said, was this supposed to be how the parademons were repurposed from humans? And Zach said, yes, it was deemed too scary. Uh, so it looks like Batman walking into a room of a bunch of, like, upside down, almost 
sleeping bat or like matrix in pod kind of things. And the yeah. idea I think is that humans are being transformed into parademons. Absolutely. And this like nest of it yeah. all. Uh, and that's that, what I gather. That's what he's found. Um, and I've heard some people say, well, maybe it was Zach, uh, Zach's team that deemed it too scary. <laughs> Cause he doesn't say. Who so you, it. you like that we keep seeing these things. Well, I listen, love it. Um, love it. It, this is a really cool image at this point. I'm kind of neutral on it, but this was a cool image. It was a cool idea. It is idea. a dope image, but it's just, it's it's feeding the beast. Like uh, He's I opening know. up more. He seems to be holding back Hold a up. little bit less and less. We're not done turn. yet. The, the next one I'm really excited about, and then I, I want to get Roxy's uh, overall opinion on it. So he also confirmed that one of Batman's lines from Justice League was in direct reference to Darkseid, right? But don't forget... Some of the, what we saw in the trailers didn't end up making the film because of the different right. cuts, right? So here's the deal. In Justice League's final trailer, Batman says to the team, I had a dream. It was the end of the world. I think it's something more, something darker. And audiences presumed he was talking about Steppenwolf, but now it's been confirmed by Snyder that it was basically dark side. So there's that scene again with the parademons. I think it's something more darker. And then uh, someone sent it to him. I'm guessing this is why... He was saying this then, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Zack Snyder goes, no, it's darker, yet a darker, quote, side, is what he said. It, it seems like they were certainly trying to fast track to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And it just stalled out under the weight of itself. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that completely. Uh, and this is my problem with it. Exactly here in the chat, nothing against you, Big Bodie, but Big Bodie says, we want the Snyder cut, Roxy, smiley face. And that's what this does. We start that again. Which, Give us the Snyder Cut. Which we're not going to get it. But, but I find it fascinating, though, because there's different... It, what That wasn't the only reference to Darkseid. There were multiple kind of, like, shadings to Darkseid to where he was going to appear. I thought he was going to appear maybe at the end. Maybe we'd hear a voice. Something like that. Because um, there's the flashback that kind of, you know, threw a couple little things in there. And so, I don't know. I love this. I mean, Zack Snyder has every fine. right to do what he wants. It's so. fine. It's all fine. It's fine. It's Elseworlds. Just like, yeah, let it pass. Let it all, you know, air out the wounds. I don't know. I just want, maybe maybe because I want to see Darkseid at some point. Maybe that's why I'm into it so much. This is what Chase says. I just kind of want to leave this in the past and focus on the course correction. And I feel you, Chase, my man. Sure. Well, don't forget, somebody uh, very important is working on a new Gods film. You know what I mean? So like it's if that doing it again. if that new gods film happens, we will we will see Dark Side. That's the way we're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Anna, are you listening? I'm she's, sorry. She's we're, we're making static, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where's the static coming? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, this mic is just being weird. Uh but yeah, Miss Duvernay, we hope you're listening because uh yeah. Did you call her Anna? Is that I said Anna, I accidentally said Ava. Ava. Um oh. I'm tired. Wow, it's really bad. I don't know what's happening. It's my... I don't know. Yeah, I think because you're touching it. Keep your massive chest off of it. Okay. Not doing push-ups. Yeah. Uh, Do we want to see... What do we we want to go to TV time? Or do you want to do... Oh, uh, Reign of the Superman debuted footage at Comic-Con. So there's that. We obviously can't see it, but... They did some stuff. Oh, we can't see it. It's like a not a not official trailer yet. It was it was Comic Con. They didn't show it. Comic Con exclusive. Oh, okay, well that's mm-hmm. all right. So you know that that's good. you know what that's going to be. Um, also, rocks. Teen Titans go to the movies. There is a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. So we talked about this a while ago when uh, when Mike and I went to see Teen Titans go to the movies, and we came back after San Diego Comic Con and told you guys that there is an epic cameo. Uh, and we didn't want to spoil it. Wasn't now, expecting that. Now we can because it's been so many months. If you haven't seen it, we just 
We just ruined it for you. Stanley has a great cameo in it. It's really fun. Uh, And with Titans premiering this week, it's kind of fun to check out Teen Titans. So I don't know if we want to catch this, Batman Anthony. They're really making movies about every superhero. Mm -hmm. It's time they make one about me. Come on. Did you end up seeing this, Adam? Not yet, now. Johnny? Nope. I'm Stanley doing my subtle cameo. Ah. It's adorable. Excuse me, Mr. Stan. This is a DC movie. Oh, gee, I gotta get out of here. Awesome. It sounds like he recorded it in his bedroom. Yeah, totally. I don't care if it's a DC movie. I love cameos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's his longest. That's great. How, how incredible is that? It's that great. is amazing. Not expected at all. That's great. I know when we. It, it was That's so funny because when um, Mike and I went, in the actual screening was mostly kids. So they didn't get what was... And Mike, it was the one part of the movie where Mike and I were like, oh my God! And all the kids were kind of like, what? Mm, That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's yeah. pretty neat, y'all. It was pretty, pretty, pretty neat. So now I think it's officially time for... It's time for Rats and Stratus TV time. Arlo goes think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so divine. Yeah, yeah. Also Mikey Christmas time. Okay. PC movie news, it's time to talk. TV time. Thank you, Matt Volmar, for the song, as always. Yeah. So we have not only TV time news this week, but mm-hmm. TV time reviews. Ooh, she's a poet. She didn't even know That's it. right. What do you guys want to do first, news or reviews? I think you got to go news first before the reviews come in. News! All right, let's talk some news. The Secret Six pilot Mm. is uh, in development over at CBS, which is interesting for multiple different reasons, Uh, starting with the fact that, remember, the last time CBS had a DC property, it was Supergirl, Mm -hmm. and if you don't know, Supergirl is now over on the CW. Mm -hmm. So we are currently on the CW with all of those shows, Fox has the last season of Gotham. DC Universe is opening up with tons of shows. And CBS has mm-hmm. ordered the Secret Six pilot. It's something that I would be very excited for. Uh, Secret Six are a, a cool team. But I don't know if CBS is a good home for them, considering they're so weird. Um, is it confirmed that this is for the streaming service on CBS or the network? For the network, I believe. Okay. Because uh, f- it felt to me like something they would be doing for the streaming service, which I don't know how it's doing, but like I, I got on it and got right off. And now that you know they have um, a Patrick Stewart Star Trek show coming, so I, I feel like this would be good there. I don't know. It's interesting. Though, it's like they that's... got rid of Supergirl, and now they're doing this. It's like okay, yeah. That's no, well, this direct... is. This is very different than Supergirl. Super, super different. This is yeah. more like Suicide Squad than Supergirl. No, but my point is, it's like. It, why get rid of Supergirl if you're just going to add another DC show? Well, the ratings didn't justify it being there. Fair enough. Um, and I think that this is probably a show that's going to have a more adult appeal. I think but what the adult helps... appeal is the weird part of the CBS for me because they go so young sometimes. But they do have these kinds of like procedural shows, yeah. and they have yeah. like you know your your police shows and your military shows and your federal agent bureau shows. Like they do a lot of those kind of things. So this is that. But a genre kind of thing. The show Scorpion is very popular. That's like a comedic version of like, yeah. you know. I think with uh, DC Universe having Doom Patrol, they probably didn't want um, uh, a Secret Six. So they were like, we already have our our team shows. Right. We don't need we don't need this. 
on if somebody wants to take this property and, and make it absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so I love that picture that we, we had up of it too. Like I guess like Catman is a regular, Bane is a possibility, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Deadshot has appeared on this team and all, but it's also could be all people that nobody knows yeah. or, or has ever heard of. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if like they pick one to kind of lean into. So if they do allow Deadshot on this show, then like I think that tells us maybe Deadshot is not, not in the plans for Suicide yeah. Squad because they seem to like at least a little bit of space. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, like we heard that there was going to be um, uh, 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 another uh, Deathstroke. Uh, Deathstroke, right, for Titans, mm-hmm. which kind of made us, you know, then that came with the Manganello Evan story, like backing off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on this when there is more information. Let's take a look at our Batwoman first look, hey Ruby Rose. Hey, oh, hey, oh. I saw only positive things about this on the internet, which is a, a good sign. Adam, yeah, how did you feel about this? And- um, I think the costume looks fantastic. That's no surprise. They got their normal costume person. I think the hair is problematic for me. I feel like that hair is going to be really getting in her face when she's doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy things. So it's I, not the color of the hair. It's the shape of the hair. I love the color of the hair. I would tie it back or even like... Sure, like she could have a little Brigitte Nielsen, like you know, high and tight coming on out of that. I thing. feel you. I feel you, Johnny. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, yeah. What am I, how am I going to complain about that? <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. I think that we have to hold off though until we see some footage because sometimes these it first looks, looks end up, yeah, exactly, too. and they end up looking really different. But right. uh, I'm impressed with how Ruby Rose has handled herself. Uh, with this whole situation, and uh, I, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I'm excited to see this look. Uh, moving on, talking about the voice of Scarecrow in the Harley Quinn series. Did I, did you guys? Do we talk about um, that little teaser? Did yeah, we watched it? it. Oh yeah, we watched it here. It Good. was super funny. Th- things that I forget. Yeah. So uh, you know how DC likes to borrow from their own. Raul Coley, who is on iZombie. You uh, love is, you some iZombie. I, I love me some iZombie. I love me some Raul Coley. Okay, well. Uh, he, to me, is, like, the hottest man in Hollywood. Oh, I wow. Think he, I, like... You, you like his looks, oh, huh? Oh, my God. I think he is, like, the sexiest man. Roxy is nothing if not someone with her own opinions, which he, I really yeah. love. Oh, I got it. You got your own mind made he's up. He's so hot, uh, and he's so good on the show, but... They uh, have cast him to voice Scarecrow, which is very exciting to me because I love when there's little like DC, DC crossover things. Which right, is uh, and it's super cool. easy with the animated stuff. I yeah. mean, relatively, it's 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 like one session or something to get somebody in to do these shows. That that show is looks exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think it does too. I wasn't excited for it, and then we saw that. And now with this, that's, that's like one of those dream voiceover gigs. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I haven't opened my DC Universe in a while until I can get it on my TV. I'm refusing to open it. I get that. Uh, let's talk Gotham because you guys know how much I love this show. I'm excited to watch the, the final ten or You're whatever. Gonna- yeah, I want to. I'm not going to watch yeah. anything before. I'm going to scrap the whole last season, which I didn't see, and I'm in. I'm in for this last season all the way. Well, Robin Lord Taylor confirms that they're going to have Fat Penguin for season Sold. five. Done. Uh, now that makes you 100 percent in. I'm all in. That okay. was it. That you had me at Fat Penguin. Oh well, I'm because I love his Penguin up to like I had me never too. had a problem with that guy. His character, both him and Nigma, they're terrific. They're really they're the two strongest on the show. I oh think. yeah, uh, they're very very good. So that's exciting. Legends, Johnny. Yeah, how about this? Is doing a wrestling episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You must you must be very excited. There's a luchador Are you going to actually tune in for the first time? Uh, no, I've, I've seen Legends before. Oh, okay, for okay. sure. It's not for for anyone who's like new to the show. Me not watching the television shows have nothing to do with me not being interested. It's literally I don't have enough time in my life to watch. There's television. no time. You yeah. haven't slept in two days. No, I got a comedy special coming up in a month. I'm stressed the f out. When is that? This by is the my way? release right now. November twelfth, eleventh, eleventh. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was um, trying to get him to plug it clean. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'll plug it at the end. Don't worry. But yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, they were setting up a ring. There's a photo of that. Uh, there's a luchador mask, obviously, on the script. And I'm very interested to see... Uh, Stop wh- hitting the cord. God, right? you're right. I'm very interested to see how uh, how this w- plays into the story that time. Yeah. That, that episode, you know? Yeah. The great thing about Legends is you can pop and pop out. And if you're it's excited like about Leap. this episode, yeah, then oh, you Quantum can... Quantum Leap. I love that show. Then, it's totally like Quantum Leap. I just saw the Elvis episode the other day. Really? That's totally a Quantum Leap episode with ghosts. It's mm. amazing. Uh, okay, because this is driving me insane, we're going to move on quickly uh, so we can get you guys out of here so you don't have to keep listening to that weird buzzing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, me neither. I think your leg's bouncing. I'm not touching it. I'm Let's not... talk about some reviews. Uh, I actually want to start with Black Lightning and Flash because we will save Titans for a little bit. Mm. Uh, we have new episode of Black Lightning and new episode of Flash. Flash coming first. Adam, I believe you watched this as well, the I Flash did. episode. Flash is like the one CW series I'm all up caught up in. It's so, the only one. How did you feel? This was Nora. She's there. We... I got to tell you, I... I really liked what they did with Elongated Man's character in this episode. I love Nora. I see. I get why the ratings are down. Ultimately, we're starting to get into this show, and it just kind of feels like we're mixing around the same stuff. And it just feels like reshuffling the same themes and stuff. Which is like, listen, we're still getting these great episodes with some great effects and stuff, but... It is getting, it feels long in the tooth at this point. Just the show. I get what you're saying. It doesn't feel fresh. But what I do really like about this is that we circled back to something that we know from season one or two, I think Mm. one, uh, which is going to seemingly be the main mystery of this season, which is that newspaper article. Right. Which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. This No, no. The, the, it was a good episode. And, and, and again, the, the the actress that plays Nora was fantastic. And and then he did this really funny thing with, with Dibney. Is it Ralph Dibney? Is yep. that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whereas, like, they just played into a lot of the things that you would assume a uh, supporting cast. It's not really a spoiler. But, like, it's an ongoing joke, and I guess. And that's great for this season um, because if you didn't watch last season... Now you're caught up through this character's eyes. Like, he's kind of explaining to you where you're there. And so it's smart writing because it's true to his character, but now he's saying, so we've done time travel, and so this person's here. Yeah. You know? Like, so if you didn't watch, now you're kind of caught up. And no Tom Cavanaugh character yet. Right. And those episodes always do a really good job of kind of catching you up anyway. Yeah, very, very true. We also had a new Black Lightning episode, which I thought was great. However, there was a really weird scene about erectile dysfunction that I definitely could have used without. (laughs) Uh, Was he he chewing on a blue chew? Because that helps. What's a blue chew? It's like a new form of kind of chewable Viagra. You just... Blue chew. Yeah. There's some shows here that are sponsored by blue chew. Is that true? Yeah, Xbox show was sponsored by Blue Cat. Uh, we did a read for it oh. the other day. So you're giving them a free read right now for Blue Chew? I lo- I, I've used it. Okay, it's and it works. It's good? Uh, I had no problems with Better it. Better than Viagra? Uh, I've never had Viagra. I took um, a Viagra once. Did you? Yeah. What? I don't know. I read that somewhere. It would... Anyway, 
Okay. We can move on. <laughs> I mean, did I did not see the show going this way. You're welcome. <laughs> some, did not, did not imagine this happening. You're welcome. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. It's, it's Roxy's TV time, that guys. Is, that's true. And so you can't even, you can't she's, even stop She's the in train. charge in this dojo. Can't stop the train. So, uh, but I did really like Black Lightning and uh, just more greatness. Their, se- their first season was incredible, and I'm excited for more of their season two. So, those are the shows that I like this week from DC. Now, let's oh, move on to. I love that segue. Titans. Mm-hmm. Titans, dot, dot, dot. Woof. Woof. This show, I'm still excited for the series because maybe they can do some things, but the first episode was, I thought, absolute crap. I hate Raven's character. She's so whiny and annoying. Uh, This is no spoilers, by the way. Um, I can't believe that that we didn't see some people that we didn't see. Uh, I was so disjointed. What do you mean didn't see some people that we didn't see? Like some of the characters that we know are going to be on the show that didn't make an appearance in the pilot. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I was like, uh... Like main characters? Yeah. Um, So I I don't even know what that's about. Um, And then the CG looked awful. So that's a problem. And you are like you are. I like a, every DC you're, show. You're a TV. I, I'm a TV girl. Wow. I'm still gonna watch. But here's my advice. My honest advice is wait for me to keep reviewing it, or wait for the people who you align with opinions to keep reviewing it. And don't buy the service yet because it's the only original content that's on there right now in terms of scripted, and it is not worth the money right now. So here's, here's my question: oh, Do you I think- see some people are saying, I guess uh, 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 some characters that you're missing or have like the whole episode in season two. So shut up. Okay, well, we don't. Need they have to. the whole episode in season two. Uh, in episode, episode two is a yeah, whole episode. But, so even, but even with that, which is fine, but the ones that they did introduce, I was not invested in. So hmm. some people like Raven and Starfire. I. Uh, Starfire, the character, was actually pretty cool in this, but the CG did not look good. Raven was the whiniest brat. I don't understand that. Wow. Um, but I am seeing a lot of positivity on the internet about this as well. So I always dis- I always say, make up your mind for yourself. However, I don't want to say that this time when it is a expensive service and you can't view it. So maybe do the one-week free trial, I think, that they offer. Check out the first episode. Uh, maybe wait until they have two of them on there because hopefully next week is better. I'm going to stick with this show because I do that. I always give shows six episodes. Mm-hmm. But woof, guys, woof. And it's interesting because I have seen mixed reviews online a lot more negative than I thought. That's why I was looking forward to hearing your opinion because you know everything about the DC TV universe. And so for you to say this, I'm like, wow, there's some work that has to be done. Yeah. And I wonder what I wonder what they're saying on the actual DC universe. Like, Obviously, they can't give their super honest opinion on the show if they're but, trying to sell the product. And maybe they like it. Maybe they do. But I don't know how you could be a fan of some of these characters and think that they did a good job. Um, well, this is interesting, um, because, uh, it's weird, you know, it's a streaming service that's just for DC, so I wonder, like, they're really hitching a lot to people being DC fans and to support all these shows, it starts to make you wonder, like, what is the budget for these shows? That You know, they didn't go the route of making an all WB streaming service, which you think may have potentially had a higher subscription rate, maybe not, yeah. uh, but maybe would have, you know, allowed for a bigger budget, so I don't know if that was a concern. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to definitely watch it. If I can't get it on my TV's web browser, I'll watch it on an iPad, uh, but that's not what I paid $75 right. for. So. so many comments in the chat right now. Kenneth says, Roxy, you've said you're not looking forward to Supergirl Season 4. You can't say 
Wolf on Titans too can't have it both ways. I don't understand what you mean, Kenneth. Why can't I? Why can't I not be excited for Red Sun, even though I've loved Supergirl, and not be excited for that storyline, and also not like Titans? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, also, um, uh, Juan in the chat says, "Who cares? I'm enjoying it. That's great." great. Anthony says, "Starfire's powers are not fire." That's uh, how I feel as well. Hey, Ricky Middlesworth in chat. Hey, buddy. Oh, love him. He says, I thought it was a stronger pilot than any other DC show I've seen. Oh, Ricky Ricky coming in. Ricky, that is unbelievable to me. Like, message me, man, because I don't. What did you just watch? We got to have Ricky on, and y'all can discuss. Um, Some people were also saying, I hate to jump back into movie time, but I saw a lot of people saying that Ava DuVernay uh, recently tweeted, There came a time when old gods died. As a little tease. Oh, God. So that means maybe she's still on the project. I mean, you never know with DC from week to week if, if a project is happening. But, okay. So, so this service has to make it at least a year till we get Swamp Thing. So, guys, whatever. Who cares if the show sucks? Get your service now. And let's just watch the shit out of this stuff. Hmm. Otherwise, we don't get Swamp Thing. Right? Let's just watch. Let's watch these shows. Let's get out of the, here and save okay. the people's ears. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's the show. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Uh, Adam Gertler, put yourself over. My hey, friend. guys, save Swamp Thing, save DC Universe. Everybody I love, I love doing a preemptive save Swamp Thing. <laughs> save Swamp Thing. They're trying to get rid of it. Uh, no, seriously. Really? No. no. Oh, God. I was like, I'm just saying if this, hopefully this service makes it. You can follow me at Adam Gertler on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you uh, like to cook, I suggest uh, go, buying yourself a Ninja Foodie, uh, and I can help you uh, use it. That's an infomercial that I have running right now, but it's awesome. I use it all the time. It's a pressure cooker. It's an air fryer. Uh, FX Movie Download. We'll be doing X-Men Apocalypse. That's me and Sasha Pro Raver next Friday at 8 on FX. Um, and and you know what? Whether you like Apocalypse or not, it's still fun to kind of like do a deep dive because there's is comic book origins there. So the fact that I get to say and talk about Chris Claremont on national television is pretty awesome. cool. Uh, but I'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Roxy. Uh, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And also, don't forget, I'm on Collider Live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, as I said, you'll be seeing a familiar face there on Wednesday, correct, John? Uh, I believe Wednesday Hopefully. morning I should be on Collider Live talking about my special and trying to get people to go. That'll be great every Friday over at Screen Junkies. Also, if you want to check out on our sister network, After Buzz TV, I do a show called How to Be an Actor with Sean Whalen, who's an amazing character actor. This week we actually talked about how to avoid the pitfalls of falling into anxiety and depression as an artist and very specific tangible ways to keep your mind in optimism and positivity. I thought it was a really great episode if you want to go check that out. There you go. Uh, Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. I'm at Jay Quasto. I'm going to miss you guys the next few weeks. Um, I'm hitting the road to try to get ready for this comedy special. That's going to be Sunday, November 11th. If you're anywhere in Southern California, I will hook you up with free tickets, so please hit me up. It's the biggest night of my life. I'd be honored to have you there. Next weekend, I'll be in Philadelphia uh, doing shows there. The weekend after that, I'm actually going to be in Pakistan. Probably won't see you guys there. But if you're in Karachi, that's true. We may have listeners in Karachi. I'll be there. And then the week after, I believe I'll be in Jacksonville, November 1st to 3rd doing shows. We definitely have listeners there. We definitely do. I hope so. And then I think I'll be back on November 9th, two days before my special. I should be here to do that. So for the special, can we do like a meet and greet afterwards? Are you going to do anything like that? I'd love to. It all depends on... uh, 9 o'clock show for sure. The 7 o'clock show, depending on how tight things are. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I might even have a photo booth. I I might hire a photo booth guy. Just Like a kissing photo booth? You could do kissing if you want. Awesome. works. Yeah. Awesome. I'll be there. Me me too. And of course, Batman Anthony in the booth. Cool. 
Hey, sorry. So on it, Batman. You can find me. <laughs> thank you. You can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore. Thank you so much. I got the horror movie news show on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join us and uh, learn about horror movies. Yeah, thank you. That's right. All right, guys. In the chat says I'm from Pakistan. Who is? Oh, right. Hey, is, are you? Li- is he living there now? Tell I have me, no buddy. Idea. Message me back. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.